Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Despite this long road we've taken, we have finally, finally reached the finish line. Of course, we Democrats believe we need to do much more. The policies they want to put behind this budget resolution read like somebody walked across the rotunda to the House and handed the squad a pen and piece of paper. This historic investment infrastructure is what I believe you, the American people, want. What you've been asking for for a long, long time. This bill shows that we can work together. I still don't quite understand what's going on there. So there was a, that was a Chuck Schumer, leader of the Democrats in the Senate. Uh, the turtle, the leader of the Republicans in the uh, Senate, Mitch McConnell, and then uh, President Biden. And uh, different views of what is happening. So they passed in the Senate the trillion-dollar actual infrastructure bill that is only a third really infrastructure i i point out that it's 1.2 trillion dollars yeah. only yeah. only right. right to indicate that 200 billion is now a rounding error yeah the tea party got formed because 700 billion dollars be, being saved we're so used to trillion dollars now that i just say a trillion if it's a trillion too Tweakers think Congress spends money wildly. So that passed the Senate with 19 Republican votes. That what that's what makes it bipartisan. I can't. I have. I, I still don't quite understand why those 19 Republicans voted for it. Well, let, let's listen. Uh, let's listen to uh, Mark Levin scream and yell about the 19 Republicans that voted along with it, whichever number one that is. It undermines our notion of Republicanism. It is fiscally utterly irresponsible. And those 19 Republicans who voted for it, led by McConnell, he, these are McConnell Republicans, 19, 30 voted against, 19 of them. They're destroying our constitutional system. They're destroying our border. They are destroying our economic system. They're destroying our classrooms. They're destroying everything they touch. And I'll say it again, and I've said it before. Joe Biden is a human pandemic. So, <laughs> all right. So we talked to uh, a political analyst we like, Gary Dietrich, earlier in the show, and his theory is the 19 Republicans went along with it because there's a lot of good stuff in there. Because if you spend one point two trillion dollars, you'd hope there's some good stuff in there, mm-hmm. uh, that, and that that's just the best we can do. Where we currently are as a as a as a as a government, that that's the best you can do. The other aspect of this, and I'm still noodling through whether I think it's a good strategy, but Mitch McConnell clearly, and I read a bunch of quotes from him and people close to him, his strategy is this 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 infrastructure bill is pretty infrastructure and it's it's a hell of a lot smaller than the gigantic turn the US into the Soviet States of America three point five trillion dollar thing that Bernie Sanders wrote that they're gonna try to shove through now. So his strategy is we look bipartisan, we look reasonable, we establish, yeah, if there's a compromise and it's a good legislation, we will vote for it. We're not the party of no. We're here to work together. Together, if they can establish that when they come out screaming about the three point five trillion dollar thing, they'll be taken more seriously. So we're at a point now where the fiscally conservative party, ha ha ha, the Republicans need to roll over on one point two trillion to stop a three and a half trillion. It's one way to look at it. Yeah, we do need infrastructure spending, though. You have to start with that premise, right? 
Yeah, but you can't put up a fight and say, let's carve out the 23% that is infrastructure. We'll give you that. We'll vote for that all day long, but not the other stuff. Can't do that anymore. That's not a possibility. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I can dispute that 23%. That's, that's one, one opinion of it. Uh, Byron York, uh, Washington Examiner, was talking about just how big the numbers are now. We are entering this era of just crazy federal spending. Uh, Congress has already passed in March, signed into law by the president, a $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. Now we have this $1.1 trillion infrastructure bill. That's $3 trillion in extra spending right there. And now they want to add the $3.5 trillion on top of that. Well, I don't think they're going to get it. I don't think they're going to get all $3.5 trillion, but they're going to get a lot. Uh, so we may be looking at five plus five plus trillion dollars in extra spending this year. And Democrats have pulled it off without having a majority of seats in the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. We're, the, people are going to look back on this era. They'll be studying this at universities like, how did this happen? What happened there? What does it? Why what? did people vote for that? I mean, because everybody, the, the, half the country was saying this would ruin the country, but they went ahead anyway. Mm, I don't know if half the country is saying this will ruin the country. Well, half the people paying attention. Maybe half the half, maybe 10% of the half. There just aren't that many people that think about this stuff. The government is mommy slash Santa Claus. That is the view of a, a significant number of American people. Yeah, but you're right. Just, I'm wrong. But it's just a crazy orgy of spending that's going on. And I think I've uh, some of my favorite pundits seem to think this is the last gasp of it, that we are at the end of it. This $3.5 trillion one they're hoping to get through, I think Byron York's probably right. They won't get all of it, but they'll probably get $2 trillion. The Republicans mm. will probably feel like it's a huge win if we pare it down from 3 and a half to 2 mm. and, uh, and And then that'll be the last for a while, while we all just like, you know, you get up in the morning and there's red solo cups everywhere and you're... you're Whose pants are those over there? There's just a bra over there. And I went, what the heck happened last night? I kind of barely remember it. That's what it's going to be like for the next several years as we figure out what is the taxation system exactly got to look like to cover the bills on this? Well, and to to continue your metaphor, once you do find the correct pants, you're going to go to the drugstore to get some aspirin. That bottle's going to cost you $30. Because rampant inflation is about to wash across the land. In fact, it's already begun. <clears throat> so what's in this behemoth? Not the behemoth, the smaller behemoth. The $1.2 trillion behemoth can run that down for you. And mm, that whole 23% is actually infrastructure. It depends uh, the eye of the beholder, but some of it's pretty suspicious. So if this isn't your cup of tea, maybe trans men in women's prisons getting the women pregnant is your cup of tea is a story. Wait a it's minute now. Trans trans women. Okay, now, I still am. I gotta admit, I'm still not good at this. But they were dudes. Yes, who are now uh, say they are uh, women. Yes, and they're not entirely women if they're knocking people up. By California law, they have to go to the women's prison now. And in some, at least one case, they knocked up their cellmate. But well, you're supposed to say birthing people because there's no such thing as a woman. So is it ejaculating people instead of saying a man? You. I don't like that. It's the term. proper term. We grow up. It's the medical term. <laughs> this is science. If you can't handle science, go elsewhere. <laughs> we'll get to all this later. Armstrong and Getty. Uh, 
At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. <laughs> it's my way of saying, I see you. I appreciate you. Wow. <laughs> Did you catch that? He really tried to slip in that touch on the stomach. <laughs> As if it's all the same. I would often pat them on the back, stroke them on the groin. <laughs> Perhaps a friendly suck on the toe. <laughs> but then they moved the line. That's pretty so, funny. I thought yeah, it was funny. Pat on the face was a little much, too. Yeah. What are you patting, Pat? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, that is, I, I will tell you this, that is kind of an old Italian thing. Good to see you, Jimmy boy. And you get the pat on the face. I'd be weirded out by it if somebody did it to me. Yeah, not if you were used to it, though. Not if you lived in the Northeast, in the city, you're an Italian, the rest of it. Hand on the stomach. The old pinch your cheek. You're a good boy. You know, oh, boy. Well, if I'm eight, you can do that. Just a stroke to the inner thigh. Just to <laughs> say, I see you. I'm aware of you. <laughs> oh, boy. I love you, he said. And I love you. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. <laughs> Darling. Nice. Sweetheart. Whoa. Hey, whoa, hey, what now? Honey. <laughs> Coming up, how it's... Excelsior! <laughs> Excelsior! What, is, what does Excelsior mean? Uh, it means uh, 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 forward, I think, or, or progress, or something like that. Sounds like a credit card I'd have, or a car rental agency. or Excelsior! Something. Like a sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, how the experiment in California is going with um, men who who say they are women now, trans women, uh, in the women's prison. And they, they've run into a problem. There are, <laughs> yeah, there are, I'd say they there have. There are way more people volunteering for that than they were expecting, I guess. All right, so let's, let's take a quick run through the small $1.2 trillion so-called infrastructure bill to see what's in it. And again, the more you look at it, the closer you look at it, the more crazy stuff you're going to find. But roads and bridges, come on, that's infrastructure, Jack. $110 billion. Notably, a couple of the senators at the center of the negotiations, Joe Manchin, West Virginia, Lisa Murkowski of uh, Alaska, both got big old highways running through their uh, their states. There's also funding for transportation research at universities, mm. funding for Puerto Rico's highways, and even money for congestion relief efforts in cities. Does that mean bike lanes? Probably. Taking away a car lane and putting in a bike lane to force try to force you into a bike, probably what that means. Choo-choo trains get $66 billion, including Joe Biden's uh, beloved Amtrak in the Northeast Corridor. Which works in the Northeast Corridor and nowhere else. You got your freight rail safety uh, calls for stations that average 40 passengers a day to have a station agent on duty. I'm not sure why that's important. It sounds like a union uh, giveaway. Uh, Some were disappointed the bill doesn't specifically call for high-speed rail investment. Power grid, $65 billion. Now, we've heard a thousand times we need to fortify our power grid, right? And be able to protect it. Now, as long as that money's spent well, ah, uh, I think we're in favor of that. But again, the devil is in who gets the checks written to them. $65 billion for broadband, especially in poorer and more rural parts of America that do not have reliable Internet access. I would argue 
that Internet access is infrastructure yeah, in the modern day. I would argue that Elon Musk or somebody else is going to come up with satellites that give us all Internet everywhere all over the country before they ever get around to doing any of that. But will their cronies get tens of billions of dollars? No, they, they won't. Well, so your plan is stupid. Uh, water, especially pipes, $55 billion uh, to make sure there are no lead pipes and such. Resilience. Who's in, who can be against resilience? <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. I think that's what uh, Excelsior, Excelsior means. Excelsior! Excelsior! That means resilience. Like the lady in the harbor reminds us. Do you have that clip, Michael? I love you. <laughs> and I love you. I can smell his cologne when he says that. Uh, I can smell his hot cigarette coffee breath. Darling, sweetheart, I honey. I don't know that he smokes, but... So <laughs> for suck on the toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. $47 billion for resilience. It falls mainly into two categories, cybersecurity and climate change mitigation. Cybersecurity we need. Climate change mitigation, address droughts, flooding, wildfire mitigation. Why don't we do that as we go? But all those things are so vague and broad. And once they get to the agency who gets to start deciding what falls under that category and how it gets spent, oh my gosh. Public transit, $39 billion. Uh, That's your buses and light rail and crap. Uh, Airports, $25 billion. Uh, remediation. That's right up there with resiliency, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Excelsior! It includes funds to clear up brownfield and superfund sites, abandoned mines, and old oil and gas wells that need to be plugged. Ports, $17 billion. Safety, $11 billion. That's interesting. Yeah, pro-safety. Highway safety, pedestrian safety, pipeline safety, and even ways to prevent crashes into animals. All right. Western water infrastructure, $8 billion. Here's what's hilarious about this. The state of California has a surplus of, what is it at this point, $83 billion? It's a lot. Right. They could build 10 great reservoirs. But that's not why there are no reservoirs. The environmental left doesn't want more reservoirs because that way they can constrict development. That's the only reason California has a water shortage. Droughts don't cause water shortages. Lack of planning cause cause water shortages. Electric vehicle charging stations, $7.5 billion worth of plug-ins for your car all across the country. In places where there ain't two electric cars within 100 miles, I guarantee you that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You will have charging stations that will not be used for the first six months they exist, or maybe never. Electric school buses, $7.5 billion for electric school buses. There you go. Uh, Let's see. Uh, What else is in the bill? And this is from the liberal Washington Post. School buses, aside from the fact that uh, an electric car is really a coal-powered car that even lefties will admit uh, because the electricity has to come from somewhere, school buses could actually work because they sit, they guaranteed to sit parked all night long. They don't, they stay in a close area. Yeah, it might actually work. They have a limited range, too. Yeah. Nobody's going to take a school bus on vacation. Uh, there was a major, major lobbying frenzy for uh, this package. Of course, many small provisions are tucked into the bill to aid different groups. For example, there's funding for salmon recovery. 
requirements that states enforce open container laws geez, that prevent open alcoholic beverages in cars and a provision allowing states to use some of their funding for recreational trails. There's also money for research on wildlife crossing safety and money for a healthy streets program to expend tree cover to mitigate urban heat. That's arguably a good idea, but I don't know that that needs to be federal money. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And perhaps a favorite of avid, trade rider, avid train riders like Biden, there's a line in the bill encouraging more food and beverage service on Amtrak routes, even if the revenue does not break even. So subsidized hot dogs for Amtrak. They'll be throwing out hot dogs because, you know, we cook. Why, why do you cook up 50 hot dogs every day when there's only like three passengers? That's what the rule says I got to do. If we don't cook them up and throw them out, we'll lose the funding. Yeah. Uh, okay. Fantastic. Um, so you're in a prison as a dude, and you think, I can just say I'm a woman and go to the women's prison? Well, I think I'll do that, because uh, apparently some people are doing that. A problem they got in California prisons. Um, the gals are lonely for a man. Speaking of Governor Cuomo. Call him darling, honey. I love you. Honey. We'll get to that prison. Sweetheart. We'll get darling. To that, we'll get to that prison story next segment. Uh, the Federalist uh, asked the question in a tweet. How many other Andrew Cuomo's are the elites covering up for right now? Yeah, all, all over the country, I guarantee you. At all levels of uh, government, people are covering up, as they did for decades, Andrew Cuomo, because he's got the power. You think when Cuomo reaches the apex of sexual excitement, he shouts, Excelsior! You. No. I don't want to think about it. I'll take that as a no. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe said, so are we going to do that segment that's probably going to get us fired? That'd be the trans women, uh, trans, yeah, trans women in uh, in prisons. Um, yeah, that, that that is one issue that you can get in a lot of trouble for. It's an active community on uh, on policing what people say and their attitudes. I'll get to that in just a second. Two quick things I wanted to mention. One, Rand Paul has once again been booted off of YouTube um, because he's disputing the efficacy of cloth masks, even though he's a doctor and he has uh, studies to back up his argument. That's funny. I just had a conversation with a doctor who has Rand Paul's opinion. Has been uh, blocked on YouTube again. So... You know, YouTube, which uh, the censors are so bad at their jobs, but YouTube has had to change a bunch of stuff because any time like a school board meeting or a city council meeting, when in the public comments somebody said something that YouTube disagrees with about vaccinations or masks or God knows what else, they would they would take down the entire video. Awesome. Which is just dumb. How about you let the uh, the free exchange of ideas go on there, Sergey Pinkai, Pinkay, whatever your name is, Picardy, and Captain in, Picard, and in ancient witch news, Stevie Nicks has canceled her 2020 concert tour because of COVID concerns. So oh, if you wanted to that. see that old practitioner of the dark arts warble her tunes, <laughs> you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> well, she just toured with the the Mac not long ago, right? Did she? The reconstituted Mac. Uh, female. Which is a witch. Now, this is from a group called the Post Millennial, which is, uh, I don't know much about. 
but I'm I'm told it's a legit news organization, and they got a lot of quotes. They put a lot of work into this, and it, it feels it feels good to me. The headline is female prisoner pregnant after California allows biological men to be housed with women under the new trans policy. The policy went into effect on January 1st. All you got to do is declare as a man in prison that you are actually a woman and you request to be transferred. It went into effect on January 1st. Since then, 261 inmates have requested transfers. Now, I don't know how many of them are legit trans women and how many of them aren't, but it seems like a pretty high percentage or pretty high number, given everything I know about how many trans people there are just in general. Well, and I would say this, with all due respect to uh, legitimate people who, who are dealing with this, we're talking about a class of people who has made criminality their lifestyle. So would they throw on a little lipstick and claim to be a gal? Uh-huh. Right. I skipped that part. I meant to say that. By the way, it can go both ways. You could be in a women's prison and say, I'm a man, why get transferred to men? Almost entirely the other direction, though. So people are funny. Yeah, funny how that worked. And yeah, I, that's an excellent point, because I was going to mention one of the things that is the sports thing is still a problem and still an issue that they got to wrestle to the ground. But there aren't that many. I mean, it's a problem even if it's legit. So if you're if you're born with a male body and everything like that, and you legitimately are trans, but if you get to per, uh, compete in women's sports, it's going to blow things up. But uh, there aren't many people that are going to fake that. There just aren't that many people that want to, you know, tell their friends and family and everybody, I'm actually a woman. Just no. so they can compete in sports. But no. in prison, there are plenty of people who would be willing to pretend to do that, as Joe just explained. First of all, the, what's the downside? You're in prison. And, um, and you know, it's people that do criminal stuff. that They do whatever's going to benefit them, legal or not, as a lifestyle anyway. We've now heard from seven different people inside... Uh, California, Central California's women's facilities, according to the Post Millennial, that at least one woman, possibly more, is now pregnant after being housed with a male felon who is transferred to the women's prison under SB 132. That is the uh, Scott Wiener, who's a nut job bill that got passed that says people just can declare that they're the other sex and, and ask to be transferred to that prison. Now the system is bracing for a wave of pregnancies and increased violence in the facilities. Wolf, which is a group called the Women's Liberation Front, and they go by Wolf, uh, has been firing back at California's legislation, slamming the California legislators for enabling sexual assault after passing SB 132, and said the prison administration dispersing contraceptives now to female inmates, inmates is a tacit admission by officials. I'd say so. If you've got all women in a women's prison, including, you know, maybe they're dudes, but they, you know, they're... They're actually women, they say. Well, you're not going to have to hand out contraceptives in a way that you didn't in the past. If you're given birth, you got ovaries, you're a woman. You got testicles, you're a man. Maybe you're an effeminate man. I don't hate you for that. I would never hurt you for that. Maybe you're a very butch woman. That's fine. You be you, and I God bless you. But quit with the ridiculous one-tenth of one percent of college professor lunatics idea that there's no such thing as men and women. The Please up. do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Breathless Bill, it's practically impossible to have this conversation without using gendered language. To 
The, the Women's Liberation Front said in a report went on to say the men who wish to transfer need only take a laughable right person, right prison class, which covers hard-hitting topics like you may be asked questions, how will you handle that? Trans fears of being housed with cis, and what's in it for you? So all you have to do is say, no, I'm, I'm actually a woman. I just, I just just realized this, or I've known it all my life. And then they give you this class to deal with these things. And then uh, they, they, uh, apparently... Uh, California Department of Corrections believe this is an adequate way of screening the men's re- request um, and a way to ensure that housing them and women is appropriate. Under California's new legislation, male felons can transfer to any women's prison facility regardless of the crimes they've committed, including violence against women. Oh, my God. Cal Unicornia, where realism and adulthood go to die. You could be in prison because you're a serial rapist of women, declare you're a woman, and get transferred into a woman full of prison. Uh, a, a prison full of women. Now, my understanding is they appraise these people on a case by case basis, but if you have people getting pregnant, well, let's that's, well, uh, so, say that's an indication things aren't going perfectly well. I assume Wolf would exaggerate, but I, you know, I don't know how accurate it is. It said all they got to do is declare it, and then you got to take this uh, training, the right Wolf. person, right prison training. Um, a majority of Californians, it says here, seventy-seven percent disagree with policies that allow biological males to enter single-sex spaces like prisons, homeless so shelters. So a tiny minority of bigots. Three quarters of Californians, a blue, 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 blue state. Three quarters of Californians yeah. say they ain't. They're no good. Tell uh, you but, what, if I'm a dude in prison and I pull off the transfer to a women's prison, that's the happiest day of my life. Yeah, and I I wouldn't assault anybody, but just not being around a bunch of crazy, angry, big, strong men that might hurt me would be one advantage. Well, plus them gals are longing for the male touch. I mean, there's some there's some loving to be had. Come on, I think I still would fail. <laughs> you couldn't get a date in a women's prison. No. <laughs> Um, SB 132 states the bill would require the Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation to, during initial intake and classification and in a private setting, ask each individual entering into the custody of the department to specify the individual's gender identity, whether the individual identifies as transgender, non-binary, intersex, and the gender pronoun, and honorific. I don't know what an honorific is. I guess that Mr. Mr. Mrs. Yeah, exactly. Your Royal Highness, that's mine. Uh, and that's pretty much all they do. So, there you go. Uh, Washington State prisons have a similar policy, and rapes of women have been reported within those facilities, it says here. You when, know, that's, when, that's uh, horrific, when obviously. A, when a woman tried to get information about how many biological males were housed in women's prisons in Washington State, she was blocked by the ACLU, who said you don't have a right to have that information. I tell you what, if you're a reasonably good-looking dude, just reasonably good-looking dude, in a women's prison, you would have to have a, a secretary, a scheduling secretary. You would have to have software, scheduling software. I mean, it'd be like the, you're the most popular hairdresser in town. Some lady would call and say, hey, can I stop by? Maybe at uh, some point you'd look ahead. You know, I got an opening September 3rd at 3. I think if I'd, that works for you. I think I'd still go over. It'd just be a lot of women shuffling around saying, oh, look, I'm desperate, but come on. I mean, there are limits. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, you'd be scheduling six <laughs> weeks out. Uh, any comment on any of this? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 
will attempt to finish strong. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, he's done a hell of a job. And, uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure. That's why it's so sad. I thought it was a tape from last year. Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, this isn't good. My entire computer just completely crashed. Did it go Kurt blue? Bluey. Did it go blue? As in blue screen, black screen, both both monitors. Wow, blue screen of death. Oh, that's not good. It's not good at all. Well, especially because we had a bunch of sound we wanted to play, and we we're going to coast to the finish line. <laughs> I think worse than that, the end of the show's coming up with all kinds of crazy sound that happens then. Yeah, so blue screen of death. That happened. Uh, it's only happened to me once. Man, I had so much stuff in that computer that I well, that I hated to lose, and it was just gone forever. You know, and and it always happens. The computer is acting weird, and you think, "Wow, why did it just shut down?" But then it turns on again, or or it goes blank, but then it pops back on. You think, "Huh, that's odd. I probably ought to back this up." And then you always wait too long. At least I do. I need to figure out. I could just this is so stupid. Number one, I got my PC that I use for a lot of work stuff. And it's it's just it, a lot of times it's just grinding and grinding and grinding. It's slow, and I know I need to go in and do the maintenance where you you get rid of a bunch of stuff that runs into the back in the background because you don't want it. Stuff that immediately loads at startup, you don't want that. Um, but it's it's one of those jobs that I do just infrequently enough that every time it's a struggle, and every time I have to relook up how to do it, and I get mm. confused, and it it takes a long time. There are household repairs like that. It's been just long enough since I've done it. I can't remember exactly how it goes and what the shortcuts are. So you have a non-Apple product computer thing you use? I do, and I also have uh, MacBooks. I've only ever used Apple, so I'm completely regular computer illiterate, completely 100%. So it really becomes a problem if I ever have to use one, because I only use Apple products and have for a long time. Yeah, huh. Is that why you're the kind of anti-using the computer in the studio or what? I like paper. I don't like computers in general. I don't like screens. I, I like, like paper, paper, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, der. So, uh, yeah, evidently executive producer Hansen has recaptured the ability to play sound. We just were playing J- Joe Biden, the ancient president, saying that uh, Andrew Cuomo, the bully, the corrupt groper, the killer of old people, et cetera, did a hell of a job. Well, Fox News meteorologist Janice Dean, who lost both her parents to Cuomo's COVID policies, would like to resp- respond to that assessment. Clip four. I thought it was a tape from last year when he was, you know, wanting... Cuomo to be his AG. I couldn't believe that it was from today. So I would like uh, President Joe Biden or Jen Psaki to give me a call and I'll give them a rundown of all the things this governor did wrong and that led to the deaths of thousands of seniors. And maybe if they listen to that, they might have a different opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, the president's old and and senile and he didn't realize that that was an idiotic thing to say, particularly on that day. Uh, speaking of COVID-related uh, sound, Hanson, can you play us 80? This is so egregious. I think it's worth hearing again. 
And on Hypocrisy Watch now, Michigan Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib danced without a mask during an indoor wedding Sunday, the event occurring in a county where the CDC is calling for indoor masking. This happened as Congresswoman Tlaib criticized Kentucky Republican Senator Rand Paul after he encouraged Americans to resist new CDC guidelines. Of course. It's just unbelievable. That's just a thing. That's a... Um some sort of weird mindset of how me and my friends, we, we know when to wear a mask and when not to and all that sort of stuff. We can make those decisions, but you can't. So we kind of need more blanket policies for you plebes who, who don't know any better. It's really, yeah. really uh, condescending. Yeah. yeah. Some of the best analysis I heard of the, the Trump election was that for decades now, working class America has gotten nothing but empty promises from Republicans and, and condescension from democrats and i think that's absolutely true i got a text to read for you (laughs) this will put a thought in some people's minds for the rest of the day probably Uh Uh, back to the prison story Uh, women's prison men's prison men claiming they're women or maybe they are women going to the women's prison i worked with female inmates before at a women's prison all they do is have sex with each other all day and night and i'm not kidding wow we can Really? I, I find that hard to believe, given what I know about what, because uh, I've, I've, I've known lesbians who talk about lesbian bed death, about how uh, two women get together. And I mean, without the driving influence of a man's needs around, it just never happens. Well, you After got hundreds of, of women, though. So there's constant uh, new, new love, falling in and out of love. You've seen women in prison movies. It's love. Actually, I have not seen a women's in prison movie. and uh, Falling in and out of lust, then. Okay. It's variety. I don't know. Viva variety. I have no idea. Yeah, well, that person worked there. That's an unimpeachable. uh, Well, sure. It's an anonymous text. It's got to be true. (laughs) Anybody else? You can text 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC, or email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Tell us about women's prisons. (laughs) Anything you say, Joe will assume it's true because it's got a a phone number attached to it. It must be true. Well, especially if it's kind of sexy. Then I'll believe it. We got some texts and emails from people who have experience with Afghanistan or served over there or whatever. Why this is happening so quickly. We'll do that early in the show tomorrow and re-engage that subject. The -the behind-the-scenes reporting is that the Biden White House only expected Kabul to last for six months to a year. The capital of the country. The part that was supposedly, you know, actually fortified, they expected to fall in six months to a year. So that's not what they were telling us out loud. Yo, boy. There's a hole in the show and you know it's time to go. It's time for final thoughts on your feet. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Excelsior. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, frantically trying to revive his computer in the control room, Michelangelo. Do you have a minute, Michael? Yeah, um, speaking of hole in the sky, there's a hole in my computer. I'm not sure what is going on, but uh, let's just try and finish this thing up. You Smash it with a hammer. Did you spill a Mr. Pib in it again? Nope. No, nothing like that. Smash it. 
Young Alex is our producer these days. Alex, a final thought for us. You know, we were talking about the apple pie hot dogs, and I would probably give them a shot, but there's one thing I will not tolerate on hot dogs. It's sauerkraut. If you put that on top of your hot dog, I don't trust you. Hmm. I don't hate the kraut. I like it on a Reuben sandwich. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Whatever a Chicago dog is, what they put on that, that's my favorite. Man, I could eat a lot of those. Those are good. Um, I just saw some really good news. Anybody in my family, this is what you're getting for birthday or Christmas. Rudy Giuliani has just joined Cameo, so I can pay him. I don't know how much it's going to be. My brother just had a milestone birthday. If I can have Rudy Giuliani call my brother and leave a message, that's fantastic. So I'm thinking about the uh, apple pie hot dog for the second day in a row. How do you like peach cobbler hamburger? Cherry pie turkey leg. Chocolate pudding bratwurst. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. Tapioca pepperoni pizza. There you go. Oh, good. Oh, Lord. that is really gross sounding. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all the hot links we, we told you about. Read the good faith, bad faith article by, uh, what, what was his name? Ah, Steele. Ian Steele, is that it? Well, anyway, uh, somebody or other still. Eh, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Grab yourself some swag. Get a good A&G t-shirt or something like that. I'm wearing an Armstrong and Getty t-shirt right now. I wore a Stupid Should Hurt t-shirt yesterday. Why am I wearing our own stuff? It's kind of weird, isn't it? Is it weird? Uh, see you tomorrow. God bless America. We can be better. We can reach higher. Unity. Community love. I love you. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. I have slipped and called people honey. Yeah, I'm an Italian, and Italians are touching. Hey, hey, hey. I was joking. The lady in the harbor and her promise. So he's done a hell of a job. You think when Cuomo reaches the apex of sexual excitement, he shouts, Excelsior. Excelsior. You. On that high note, thank you all very much.